0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Walt Daily. This is episode 78 and for those who don't know us by now, we're a Disney couple. One of us is a Disney fanatic, one of us is Disney challenged, but somehow we've made a way to make this relationship work. Yeah. How's it going?
1: Good. I just want to point out, when you did that introduction, you raised your hand into the air and then pulled it down in a power fist.
0: Yeah, I felt like I was coordinating an orchestra of one.
1: Well, did I, how did I do?
0: No, it was me. I was conducting oh, myself. Oh,
1: okay. Because I thought you were the conductor <laughs> and you had to conduct the other people.
0: No, I was conducting an orchestra solo. Oh, well. Conductor and performer. Good job. Thank you. You're welcome. So, headlines? Okay. All right.
1: All right. My first headline, there is a new ticket option at Walt Disney World. It's called the Midday Magic Ticket. Okay. What is it, you may ask?
0: Is it after twelve?
1: It is after twelve. That's
0: smart. That's what uh ski places do. Oh really? Yeah.
1: Oh. Well, anyways, they're doing it at Disney too. Cool. So the option is you can have either a two, three, or four well, one, two, three, or four-day ticket option. You can add park hopper to it if you'd like. You will enter the park after twelve and it's going to be for the fall. So the tickets are valid through December 15th. And oh, I'm sorry. They're not available as one-day tickets. They're available as two, three, and four-day tickets. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so smart. Especially depending on the park that you choose, the you might want to sleep in and then go to the park at noon and then you can stay there if the park's open till like midnight, which happens sometimes. Yeah. So, That's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. And the the most or the price will come down if you get a four-day ticket to seventy-nine dollars a day. So if you get the four-day ticket option, then it's obviously that each per day is cheaper, but it comes to seventy-nine dollars. I just thought it was like an interesting comparison since like a one-day ticket is well over a hundred dollars at this point. Yeah. So get cool. some savings there. It's awesome. And sleeping in. All right, my next headline. In this one, I really want to get your take on. So. I don't it, like it. No. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Okay. Already? <laughs> it's not really like a, I like it or I don't like it type of headline. Mm-hmm. A guest is suing Disney World, which is nothing new, but it's the story that they say that of why they're suing it or why they're suing the company. So the guest claims that she was injured two years ago when boarding Space Mountain in Walt Disney World. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the way the Space Mountain cars are in Disney World, you have to step down into a seat and kind of slide your feet forward. Um, So it's basically kind of like if you were to sit on the floor, for instance. It's very low to the ground, or at least it feels that way. And then you put the lap bar on top. So the guest claims that the lap bar was in was was locked down so that when she got into the car, she hurt herself. And she's seeking $15,000 in damages. Wow. This happened two years ago, she claims.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. Not a huge fan of that.
1: Of what part?
0: Well, I mean, unless you don't, the, the thing that sucks, first of all, we don't know a lot about this.
1: No, we don't.
0: So if she if something happened where she fell and there's like some long standing damage that like she has financial hardship that's causing like financial hardships, like makes total sense. Mm -hmm. But if like she's just trying to get money, then obviously that sucks, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's also not a whole lot of money either on the grand scheme of things like it's not like she's like because like if if she was like yeah and another hundred thousand for like my you know my mental like you know PTSD of falling into a ride now like I don't know I feel like that gets excessive but um I mean $15,000 is not a lot of money
1: So you think it makes it almost seem more legit because it's actually not, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, like you were saying, obviously $15,000 is nothing to sneeze about, Mm -hmm. but for a company like Disney, it's like nothing.
0: Yeah. I just, I feel like, I don't want to say like it's not legit or more legit. It's just, it just looks, it looks worse if it's years after something happened, Mm -hmm. you know, but I mean, there's no, like, I don't know what the statute of limitations is for an injury that Mm -hmm. you may or may not have caused. Um, but ideally, and who knows, like maybe she was like, you know, doing physical therapy or something happened and they're like, hey, you know, you could actually get paid for this. And then like, you know, even though it's years down the line, she's like, hmm, man, you're right. You know, like I've really had a hard time paying for all this stuff and it wasn't even my fault. It was some stupid thing that Disney did. Then like maybe that makes sense. Maybe you got to like go get your money because. Yeah, it's true. Like, you know, they did something that caused you to fall and hurt yourself that you not to pay damages for. That was a result of them then. Yeah. It makes sense.
1: Well, I'm glad I did get your take because you're more level headed than probably super fans. Yeah. Super fans would be like, I get injured all the time at Disney. I have shin splints. Yeah. You know, it so
0: pretty yeah. sure I've gone injured there as well.
1: <laughs> I can't remember on what. <laughs>
0: but you know, it happens.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, just
0: it's definitely a drop in the bucket for Disney. I mean, it's not like they're gonna be hurting yeah I mean most of these very large companies have very large funds that are dedicated to these types of situations anyway and people and like let's just say it was millions of dollars Disney also has their own form of insurance mm-hmm. that you know they could eventually you know um, call true Be like, hey some lady soon us for three Billy
1: three Billy like
0: <laughs> we need to file a claim <laughs> 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 so three Billy yeah
1: I've never heard it called that. Yeah, billion. Thanks. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's okay. go to the. Let's it's go like a our, millie. No, I get it, but, but it's
0: with a B because um, billion.
1: But I've only I think maybe because the, the what is it? Little Wayne song popularized millie. That is
0: a, a hundred. I am my heart feels so full <laughs> that you brought that up <laughs> because that is exactly true. Little Wayne <laughs> did make that popular. My favorite artist. Yes. So.
1: I'm happy. Well, <laughs> it's partially due to my marriage to you. I know way too much about Little Wayne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but let's move on. Okay. Let, let's go ahead and go to our last headline. And I'm excited that it is actually food and wine news. So food and wine is starting on August 29th, which is l- l- less than two weeks away at this point. It is coming up so quick and so fast, and it's going to be running for 87 days. But... There are two additional booths that have been announced. The first one is going to be the donut box. And it is what it sounds like. It's going to have some, speci- some specialty crafted donuts, some new takes on donuts that Disney, Disney chefs have concocted. And there's also going to be something called a donut ale. So an ale with a donut theme or incorporation to it. It sounds very heavy.
0: Yeah, it's interesting.
1: Hopefully on a cooler night, maybe I'll get a chance to enjoy it (laughs) because it sounds like I don't know if I want to be walking around in my stomach with that, but it does sound very interesting and probably going to try that at least once. And the next one is going to be called Cool Wash, and it's going to have um, different frozen beverages and slushy slushy flavors, and it's going to be exactly what it sounds like, which is a cool, refreshing stop in the heat of Food & Wine Festival. Cool. And I believe they're going to have boba drinks, which sounds delicious. Sounds good. Yes. And and just as a side note, also in this headline, more Food & Wine news in terms of the Eat to the Beat concert. A new act has been announced, and I want to say new, but he's old. He's from my generation. Joey Fatone will be performing at, at Food & Wine Festival. Yeah,
0: at eat. You're gonna say at eat something. At the Eat
1: to the Beat concert.
0: <laughs> that's funny.
1: <laughs> at the Eat to the Beat concert for Food and Wine Festival from November twelfth to the fourteenth. So that's exciting. Yeah. And I hear Chris Pr- Chris Kirkpatrick, who is also an InSync member, will also be joining him. Yeah. And 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 one last person, Ryan Cabrera, will also be joining the two InSync members.
0: Nice. You know what I would like to see from Disney in terms of food. And blank, I wish they could have like a week of like food and coffee.
1: Well, that would be
0: really freaking. There's
1: cool. lots of specialty coffees that are served at Disney.
0: Like, but at all times or specifically, like I want similarly. You know, like okay, this is how they drink coffee here. This is how they drink coffee here. Here's here's coffee from Nebraska.
1: Oh, I didn't realize you were. Okay.
0: Because that would be like a dedicated, similarly to food and wine, or it's just like you know all these different things from all these different regions, and stuff. Well, want that for coffee?
1: An example I'm going to give you about how all year all year round, there is a specialty Moroccan coffee that's offered in the Morocco Pavilion.
0: Okay, I've, I've never heard about that. I've so, only heard about Joffrey's and Starbucks.
1: Well, when we go, if I were to say, Richie, do you want coffee? Yes. Do you want to go to try this Moroccan coffee? It's very exotic and delicious. Or do you want to go to Starbucks? What would you say?
0: I would say, how come you've never told me about the Moroccan coffee here that I've been here so many times?
1: And then you would say, but we're gonna go to Starbucks. <laughs> no, I would But say, it's just the princess. Does it have espresso? I don't know how they actually make it. All right,
0: you see, but well, it's a, there's, but there's it's already ex- reasons that you should have mentioned this before.
1: <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, let's move on before I get too angry (laughs) about this coffee situation. I think you're having coffee withdrawal rage right now. I do need coffee, actually. So speaking of nothing to do with coffee, let's go into our episode for today. Let's do it. Which is going to be a kind of recap on things that I noticed, things that I've never noticed before about Disney World from my last trip. Okay. which some of it's going to be coming from, if you were following my story on Instagram, some of it's kind of in the highlight reel from that. And it's just things that I really never noticed, even though I've been going there for my whole life. Like literally, I think my first trip was when I was two years old. Yeah. So.
0: Do you remember that when you were two?
1: I, I've seen a picture that my mom has, and I was wearing this adorable romper that I would love to have in an adult size today.
0: But you have no record like, no, even, like, a blimp of, like, like, the blink of an eye of some sort of memory
1: from mm. Disney at that age. Do you know what happens? Sometimes I feel like once you reach a certain type of age where you're start able, you try to start remembering things, you start to create your own memories that never actually happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, that doesn't happen in this situation. I don't have any memory of it. Uh,
0: I do wonder if, I mean, I always wonder about, like, testing things on kids' minds, like if you told them the same thing, like about a memory every day from like a specific age, if they would always remember that. Hmm. Because no one can remember most of what, between the ages of one and three, you likely don't remember stuff. Mm -hmm. But I wonder if like when you're at two, if you say, hey, remember yesterday you did this, and every day you tell them that same thing, like about that one thing, if by the time they're like 15, they'll remember it.
1: Do you want to try that with our kid? I might. Why are you trying to run these scientific scientific experiments on our child? Because
0: you know what I've heard. You know, in terms of like how the mind works, is that a memory that your mind actually never forgets any Mm -hmm. single experience or memory that you've had in your entire life. You just have a a, a difficult ability to recall that memory. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if like you can play with that.
1: Well, I feel like. I should I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up the wonderful movie Inside Out, which (laughs) is literally a movie all about emotions and memories. And it kind of gives you a graphic representation about feelings and why some memories have to go away. Just if for any reason, just to make room for new memories.
0: Maybe I should watch that movie.
1: You would really enjoy it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about it. All what right. did you notice?
1: All right. So let's start off with what I noticed, probably the first thing I noticed at the beginning of, of, of one of the days. So the two parks that I went to really quick, I went to Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. So when I went to Magic Kingdom, as you may or may not have heard or seen on um, news websites, on Instagram, Instagram. The fall decorations are out, and the Halloween party's actually already started too. So along with the fall decorations are pumpkins. So there are pumpkins lined up all up and down Main Street USA, but the cool thing is, is that the pumpkins on top of any one building are actually themed to the facade of the building. So for instance, the Barber um, Harmony Barbershop has a barbershop quartet of pumpkins that are on top of the building. Cool. So they're, they've, they have faces, mustaches. It's literally a barbershop quartet on top of the Harmony Barbershop. The Plaza Ice Cream has a pumpkin of a melted ice cream cone carved into the pumpkin. Hmm. The magic shop, which is not actually a magic shop, but the uh, house of magic on the facade, it has a crystal ball, um, it has uh, a wand with a sparkle, again, themed exactly to what the building that it's, it's on is. And I just thought, what a nice touch that probably goes so unnoticed. That's pretty cool. Yes. So I probably spent half of my morning on Main Street staring at the pumpkins. (laughs) Okay. So, to keep with that, though, go ahead.
0: Were those pumpkin-themed pumpkins only on Main Street? Or did you notice them, like, anywhere else?
1: From what I saw, they were only on Main Street. Mm. Yeah. To keep with the fall theme, on our last episode, I believe you said that something to the effect that it's way too soon for fall decorations.
0: Well, now it's fall, I think.
1: No, it's not. Fall's not for a little bit a little bit of time.
0: Isn't fall after Echo, summer?
1: When's the first day of fall? In the United States. Autumn begins on Monday, September 23rd, 2019. Oh, so bad. by the way, I can also answer the Echo, question. Stop. Stop. <laughs> she really wants to talk. She's so lonely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so fall isn't for well over a month from now. Yeah, okay. And... I wanted to say that when I was on Main Street, I was sweating quite a bit. I felt like almost it was too soon for fall. And part of it is because school is just kind of starting here in South Florida and kind of the I don't know, with it just starting now, it still kind of feels like summer like in my in my head, like my my internal clock is saying that this is something's wrong here. And also, even though people don't think it cools off During September and October in Florida, it actually does, and I think it's still a little bit too hot to feel like it's fall.
0: It's definitely way too hot, (laughs) especially especially in Miami. But um, even Orlando, I'm sure more so in Orlando, I would say, because
1: there's not very many. There's the breezes are Mm -hmm. not as readily available.
0: I wonder when it's gonna like when is it gonna stop in terms of the pushing forward of seasons? Mm -hmm. Because at some point, it's like it's January. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and like it's you,
0: know, you, you stop you putting up pumpkins now. Like, at what point do you think that'll stop? Because I feel like it gets pushed forward. I'm sure, almost.
1: M- or pushed back? You mean? Like yeah, I mean. S- well, semantics. so it's sooner. Like soon su- No, it's pushed <laughs> forward, right? Or pushed back? Oh, you're right. Okay, semantics. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, but you're saying like when is too soon? Actually, too soon. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like when is it gonna stop?
1: Yeah. Well. I don't know if the, how this is going to, um, how you're going to feel about this, but at Cracker Barrel the other day, there was Christmas decorations. Yeah. Too soon?
0: Well, I don't know. I don't know about Cracker Barrel.
1: Well, anyways, I just want to wrap up this first kind of revelation with the fact that the good thing about having fall decorations already out is that more guests are able to see it, and I think that's fun.
0: Yeah. But what about the person that wanted to see whatever it was before that?
1: Like the classic?
0: Yeah. And they're like, it's not even fall yet. (laughs) I wanted to come before fall.
1: Well, I don't know. I've never met one of those people. (laughs) No, I really don't know.
0: Yeah. So. One day.
1: One day. All right. My next revelation is the finale of Haunted Mansion is a mausoleum. Do you know what a mausoleum is? So it's like an above ground grave where they can put multiple coffins. Mm -hmm. So in the room where you are leaving, you're leaving the graveyard. It's the big finale. Or I'm sorry, you're leaving the graveyard and then you go to the hitchhiking ghosts. And then what you enter when little Leota is saying, hurry back, you're in a mausoleum, which is very interesting because... It's, it's almost like all the ghosts that you just saw in the graveyard have all kind of been tucked away into where their resting place is. Yeah. And, he, and I don't know if I'm going too deep into my thoughts on this, but there, is, there are fan theories that say that when you are in the Haunted Mansion, you actually die and you become that 1,000th ghost. And that's when you start seeing all the apparitions, and then you're in the graveyard, and you see all these ghosts coming to life, and all of the things that they do in the afterlife. But then, maybe you coming into the mausoleum and having it just be all of these, all of the mausoleum walls, you actually come out of death and back into life. <laughs> Isn't that crazy?
0: That is crazy if it's true.
1: But it's, it kind of, I never really believed that theory, not not that it has to be believed or anything, but I never really kind of got on board with that's actually what the story is. Mm-hmm. But now that I know that there's a mausoleum at the very end of the ride, I kind of, I can see it.
0: Interesting. And it has
1: me looking at the Haunted Mansion in a totally different way.
0: Yeah. What about with the coming back to life, is there a point where you feel like you were, like, your spirit has, like, gone into the afterlife? Like, where it's like, okay, this is the change? Or is it just, like, as the ride starts, you're automatically into that?
1: So, with the theory goes that when you actually enter the graveyard, you're coming from an attic. And you you know that part where you, um, I don't know if you, you remember, recall, but you you you're coming out of the attic scene and you're tilting your doom buggy tilts back so that you're all the way on your back, like you kind of lean back into the doom buggy. They're saying that you actually fall from the attic and that's how you die. Mm. And that's when you enter the graveyard. It's very detailed. Yeah, and that's, that's when you enter the graveyard and start... I mean, you do see ghosts prior to that, but to wrap into the theory, that's what they say actually happens is you fall from the attic and you die.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: It is crazy. Yeah,
0: that is quite the, the storyline.
1: Yes, and I told my brother, Matthew, this is a mausoleum. He's like, huh, never really noticed. But then <laughs> he just moved on, but I obviously have not moved on. Yeah, this has <laughs> affected your life. Yes, <laughs> so much so that I had to talk about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's something I noticed about the Haunted Mansion. On to another classic Magic Kingdom attraction, the Country Bear Jamboree. So the Country Bears, it's I feel like even with Disney people, there is such a a love hate relationship. Some people really think it just needs to be retired because it's a classic. I mean, it's a classic attraction, but with that become, or comes classic technology. So it almost isn't the most updated. Um, yeah. So it. So aside from all that, I have realized that when you see country bears with a certain type of crowd. Country Bears can be super fun again. Because when we were there, the crowd that or the group that was behind us, it was a fairly large group. They were hooting and hollering. They were singing along just like me and my brother were to all the songs. And when Big Al came on, which is, there was blood on the saddle. So that's Big Al's song. Everybody was super excited. Like everybody was like, just so into it, and that really like spawned me to be like, "Wow, this is so much fun! We can all sing along to these classic songs." Because otherwise, what the what the counterpart to that type of experience would be would be light applause, silence, silence <laughs> light applause. Yeah, Cause, like one of those applauses that you're really not sure: do I clap? Do I not? They're animatronics. Yeah. So, I feel like the experience of Country Bears is all about who you see it with like as fellow uh, fellow groups that are in the crowd. And what I was thinking was that we could be that group. We could be that group that puts the energy back into the show and we're like clapping along and and woo with the end of every song and when you know when Trixie comes on and on and sings about her her love and her wine, we could be there supporting her and everybody else would feel that energy.
0: So you're saying it's the role of the Disney fan to take the responsibility to ensure that everyone is having a good experience by cheering and singing along.
1: Yes. Okay. Thank you for summing that up because PSA. I feel like I was going out on some sort of branch with that. <laughs> <laughs> I was way out on that limb.
0: So you is that a, that's a call to action.
1: That is a call to action. True.
0: To every Disney fan, if you're going to go watch that, make it better for everyone else. Yes. By cheering along. And singing the songs.
1: Yes, exactly. Because otherwise, you'll be sitting in a air-conditioned, cold room, and you're just going to take a nap.
0: Well, I'll follow your lead in clapping. I don't know the songs, but I'll, like I'll cl- in clapping and cheering, I will follow your lead
1: mm-hmm. next time we go. Awesome. I will not fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're making a, a point of that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So next revelation. We're going to go to Hollywood Studios and this will be my last revelation because we're great. running a little bit short on time. Let's go to Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. So do you recall Indiana Jones Stunt, Spectac- yes. Stunt Spectacular? Yes. Okay. So in the show, they cast extras before before they get the show started. So they have, like, already audience particip- participation. And, oh, by the way, this is a spoiler. So if you haven't seen Indiana Jones, even though it's been around since, like, the dawn of time. Turn off the podcast. Turn off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so in in when they're casting their extra, extras, they cast uh, what I'm going to call, who I'm going to call that guy. So the guy that's wearing the bright Hawaiian shirt, and he's actually a real Disney cast member who's a stunt person to to but he just pretends to be like an extra and does some spectacular tumbling mm. once they reveal that oh he's actually working for us. Yeah. Okay. So I that. okay, good. Good. Great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Great. So for the longest time, as long as I can remember, this extra has always had a bright Hawaiian shirt and he's always standing in the back. He no longer has a bright Hawaiian shirt. The person who is cast as like the who's actually works for Disney and is cast as an extra, he was wearing. And when they're asking him his name, it's like, oh, I don't know, Michael. But then he says (laughs) he literally could be just anybody visiting the park. And I literally it threw me for such a loop because I'm like, wait a second. Is it him? Like who? you,
0: You weren't sure who the special dude was. You know, so it got you.
1: It got me. And it got my brother, too. We were both, like, looking at each other like, wait, what? So we have decided to eliminate what the description of this person was so that everybody else can be surprised. Because I totally did not even realize. And I was really pleasantly surprised. Yeah. So. Well, that's cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now I'm the only one that will know ahead of time.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but what, which what you know what's crazy to think about? I wonder if that... Particular uh, organization sponsored it.
1: Mmm, maybe, maybe like that brand of. I thing. hope so
0: because if they did, that's such brilliant. a brilliant move. <laughs> but and I just feel like it's such like a it's so specific, mm-hmm. and and look at the timing, like, you know, wh- of what's about to happen.
1: Yeah. Oh, so. true. Oh my gosh. Oh it's my gosh. Well, if. <laughs> If you want to know what this what the secrets or what the cast member is actually wearing when we saw it, so that you can know be on the inside, message me on any social media platform, email us. You can know this inside. The scoop.
0: Inside scoop. Yes. Exclusive.
1: Exclusive. Okay. Alright. So those are just some revelations that I saw that I had to talk to you about on my last trip and it was a fun trip i will say yeah rained every day (laughs) but just at the right time like just before um like the sun really started beating down in the afternoon so it actually cooled off quite a bit and i didn't even use that much sunscreen nice or i didn't need to yeah as much as i would okay but i did get burned washing my car the last uh, last week okay no one needs to know about that all right so (laughs) that's all i got
0: All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Make sure to follow and connect with us on any of your favorite social media platforms. Uh, Add us on your Alexa flash briefing, The Walt Daily, and check out our website, thewaltdaily.com. See what we got going on there.
1: Yeah. As always, let us know what you think. Let us know what you want to hear. If there's any topics that you want us to talk about, please let us know. And as always, we hope you have a very magical day. Goodbye!